0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the ninth episode of the Anime Kaiwa Podcast. My name is Sven.
1: And I'm Evelyn.
0: And we uh, kind of fucked up last week and didn't do a thing, because um, we pretty much spent three days drinking. And yeah. Or I spent three <laughs> days drinking. She I spent, spent two. <laughs> but um, we kind of recycled just, I think, we're only going to talk about one news thing. We also... E- Evelyn over here suggested the wonderful topic of of heroes slash protagonists, and I'd like to have the, uh, of course, uh, very hot <laughs> topic of piracy, which I feel like shouldn't really be a debate. But I, I was a-
1: I knew better pirate jokes, so I could make one, but I don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> please don't. I will literally pay you to not make pirate jokes, and I have no money.
1: Um, well, do you want to start out by talking about what we've been watching over the past two weeks?
0: Yerp.
1: What do you want to start with?
0: Um. So, we're f- current on My Hero. Yeah. And again, because there, there have been two episodes since the last podcast we did.
1: Um. How and- do you feel? Because I know you have read... The manga, how do you feel about um, the kind of pacing of this little arc with the final exams? Um, Do you feel like it has been well adapted?
0: Yeah, (laughs) that was, am I being interviewed here?
1: Yes, you are. You're the expert.
0: (laughs) Sven, old nerd, how do you feel about how they adapted this thing? Is it good? Well, um, actually, uh, they totally fucked it up. No, I'm just kidding. Well, but, I always
1: uh, like to know, like, if someone's read the manga of something before, like, I kind of like to know how it stacks up.
0: Yeah. dude. Well, the only difference is that in the manga, they don't take turns for the finals and everything else. There were kind of, I feel like, a couple of throwaway lines here and there and a couple of little things, nothing major. So... It's it's it. I, I kind of guessed from the start that they were doing it so that way the the final episode of the finals would be the biggin.
1: Mm-hmm. But and, I think we have two more left.
0: Maybe I don't even I don't even know how many <laughs> because uh, on Crunchyroll they they have it set up towards uh, episode thirty whatever forty whatever instead of it oh, being yeah
1: yeah, and we can't do math.
0: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what a surprise! No, I'm. I really, 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 really hope that there isn't a huge gap between seasons. Just simply because, goddamn, it's gonna pick up and pretty much not stop for a while. Yeah, and I really want to see it all played out in. In animation.
1: Well, like I said, my bet is um, it'll be kind of like the two, like two episodes, one for the final, f- the final, final exam. The final, 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 <laughs> final. <laughs> and then.
0: Try saying that 100 times fast. The
1: second episode will be like ha- maybe half final exam and then half kind of aftermath or whatever into the. Uh, the retreat they all get to go on maybe. And then it'll cliffhanger.
0: Nah, it's probably not going to cliffhanger like that.
1: Okay. It, I would it, appreciate it likely, not a cliffhanger. So,
0: well, uh, probably the next episode will be a cliffhanger and then it'll be well, like you said, half of, of it finishing up and then the other half, them kind of calming down, mm mm-hmm. you know, if that, if that makes any sense. Like uh, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. kind of the cool overview off. of everything. Cool off. Like this is who passed. This is who failed.
1: This is how we all feel about it. Yeah.
0: Let's talk about our feelings, guys.
1: <laughs> They're all such good kids. Um
0: I can't I seriously I just I just want to just I'm gonna fucking freeze myself just to why? see just to see in like two years where the anime <laughs> is at in the current bit of manga because it is a fucking ride
1: roller coaster ride. It, no, it's
0: just a ride.
1: <laughs> there is was no a roller straight, co- a straight shot, no up and down.
0: Yeah. Just straight shot as fast <laughs> as possible. Um, so we also finished, I, I think we talked about it just a little bit, but we actually did finish the show we were watching called 91 days, which is, Gangster, boom, you kill my dad, bang, bang, uh, thing. I did, I did it specifically just to see if she would giggle, but, uh, it, it ended pretty, I, I guess you would say, um,
1: ambiguously.
0: Well, I don't want to say ambiguously, but I want, I wanted to say what you would kind of expect. Like when you see the premise and, and you, uh, kind of it starts and you understand where it's going and you're like, that's how it's going to end. It pretty much did that, which I'll say it did kind of... I I was expecting something a little bit... um, More grand. Not even more grand, but more... Or less obvious, the, or less, less expected. I don't want to say obvious cause it's not really obvious, but it's less no, expected. I
1: was, yeah, I was expecting something a little bit more like explosive for lack of a better word, like uh, just a little bit more Everybody intense. Everybody goes
0: out in a hail of gunfire yeah, together it was, it while was, making out.
1: It was emotionally intense, but kind of past that, um, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like a big finale. But I loved this series. The money shot as you would. Um, I loved this series. um, Considering a lot of what we've been watching lately has um, been, I don't want to say.
0: Everybody has powers. Yeah,
1: everybody has powers. And it's been a lot of kind of world building. um, And this is just a very self-contained story. It's really straightforward. And I I loved it. It's not like there, it's not like were, top ten for me or anything, but it's And, but then, a nice and, and there were
0: some um, unexpected twists along the way. I don't think that it it were from the north. And if you live in America, you've seen mafia stuff. You've probably seen. Every si- or every single trope and storyline and possible plot point that anything mafia related could possibly bring to the table, mm-hmm. and I will say that it did some things that I didn't expect. It did some things that, cause
1: yeah, it got anime, you a couple times. Like, it really anime, surprised you?
0: Anime is as a medium very predictable a lot of the times. I, I really hate to say it, but. Th- Think about all of the top anime, the shounen anime, even like adaptations of other media, uh, put into anime like video games or anything is normally very safe. Even the most violent of things is still somewhat safe in a way. And I saw this show and I kind of thought of it like it's violent, but not that violent. It's not that gruesome or that fucked up. It, it, I didn't expect it to have kind of uh, a couple of the the twists and turns that it did.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I mean, it got with the it, violence a in a couple in a couple scenes. It really got you. You were scorman. I was not. <laughs>
0: uh, fight
1: me. There also was uh, kind of a what's the word prologue. That got released just, like, the oh, other yeah. week. Because um-
0: it was, it was uh, I think it was originally supposed to be as kind of an add-on to the final Blu-ray release or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just kind of, I don't want to call it, like, a prologue, but it was a, a collection of short stories that fit some before and some in the middle of the story where there was uh time missing, okay. and none of which were actually related to the main story. So we skipped it straight up. We were just like, yeah. eh, whatever. I
1: mean, I'm probably going to watch it this week, honestly. Uh, and I'll report back with my findings.
0: Uh, I-, I hope that that sounded great. And so uh, the most recent thing that we started watching is uh one piece. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got, you, you know? got me because I was like, "Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> did I have a, did I have a stroke?"
0: <laughs> oh my god! And I think I think that that's what most people who watch One Piece are thinking. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm one just kidding. Piece is
1: one of those things though where I have thought so many times: What if I get into One Piece? What if I watch One Piece? But there's so much of it that, like, I, I I'm just, can't am just, I'm also just so
0: scared of being fucking burned now. Because ever since I got involved in... Why? Well, Bleach? Well, not just that. I've never really been that much into, like, the most popularist of Shonen animus. Like, it took me years to get into Bleach after it had come out. And I, I think I got, like, into the second arc... Or, or maybe like just into the third arc or whatever. And I immediately, the, the moment in time in which I couldn't stay awake, I was like, okay, shit. Um, this is not, for I'm I'm obviously just kidding. It just, it, it, you could tell that they were repeating plot points over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but ever since I got involved in watching content creators on YouTube of people who uh, talk about anime and, Everybody everybody was like, "Oh, Hunter Hunter is that jam." And I watched it and I thought we were watching something different. You remember the first I episode of watched. I forgot that
1: you watched Hunter Hunter. I finished it. <laughs> I know. I you finished did. it.
0: But um I uh I went I do you remember I I was like, "Oh, I think that the one on Crunchyroll is actually the old anime from like the 90s or, or not 90s, but like it was because uh, there was an old anime adaptation and then there's the new one. I think one. it
1: was like mid 2000s yeah. is when they tried. And
0: and I went to her and I literally said, oh, uh, d- let me do some research before you watch it on Crunchyroll because I think that that's the old one. That's how much I w- I was completely unenthused by it because everybody was shouting from the rooftops, subversion, deconstruction. <laughs> and so everybody, you know, was doing the same thing for one piece, you know. And when I look at it, I'm just thinking in my head, this is way goofier looking even than Hunter Hunter. So I really, I would. I but think I it feel plays like,
1: into the goofiness. I think it's a little more self-aware. Yeah. We'll say. And
0: also because I, I have a problem. So if I started watching it, even if I hated it, I would watch all 800 episodes and eventually have just like like I'd, like, I'd come hang out and have, like, the black under my eyes and just kind of look dead inside. Um, but One Piece the, joke aside. Uh, the creator
1: more... of One Piece is a fan of Terrace House. So, I know that he's a good person.
0: Yeah. I'm yeah. going to find the biggest <laughs> piece of shit that loves Terrace House just to ruin your day now. <laughs> it's, like, it's like fun fact. No, I'm not even going to I've gotten that so
1: many of my coworkers hooked on Terrace House and also Berserk and it's. Made me very proud. The uh, new person we just uh, hired has a cowboy bebop tattoo.
0: Yeah, but they could be cool or they could just be a pleb.
1: I think that's the question. I think that's a real question because
0: cowboy bebop, and that was something that we talked about in I think one of the first episodes we did. Which was the first anime to get into, and Kawaii Bebop does fit the bill so hard there. So I kind of feel like they could be a, a normie or they could be somebody who is cool. And that's the scary thing about popular things: is that you never know. That true? It's scary. Everybody's an enemy. The normies—they're invading everything.
1: Speaking of, everyone is an enemy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: we've. Been- <laughs> That was so mean. Fuck. <laughs>
0: what, my laugh? Yeah. <laughs> you made a lame joke.
1: Segways. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> stop. I didn't even do
0: it that time. I just sighed.
1: Um, We started watching Paranoia Agent. Um, I had seen episodes of it kind of here and there when it used to be on adult swim back when i was like in middle school slash like early high school it was a long time ago so that was like 5 years ago 7 years since i've been out of high school it's been it's been a minute i'm getting god old god damn you're old um but i had always kind of wanted to watch the whole thing um i know it's a good series and it focuses on, I know I always talk about that first season of Jarara and how it was like kind of unsettling and a little bit spoopy, but not like all the way spoopy.
0: And you're not really sure what's like real or what's kind yeah. of perceived and what's.
1: Yeah. And that whole urban legend thing. Um, and that's just, that's my vibe. That's the mood that I your love as- Your the most. aesthetic. Yeah. That's what Unsettling. I- <laughs> Yes, unsettling is my my primo aesthetic. Um, hey, but I kind of I love that it's kind of in Berserk when you have uh, all the people who are apostles, and when you first see them, they look human, but there's a little bit something off. Like I love the feeling that that gives you that in the pit of your yeah. stomach where you're, you're not quite scared, but you're, you feel like something isn't quite right here. Um, and that's definitely the way that paranoia didn't make Or it feel. could be the
0: shitty food, you know, yeah. something in your stomach. No. Well, when it hurts, it could be bad food.
1: That was a bad joke.
0: Yeah, I know. That's kind of my, you aesthetic. Need, you
1: need better goofs.
0: That's my aesthetic is bad goofs. Yeah, I agree. I don't really have as much of an interesting story about getting into it. I've heard about it for frigging years and years and years and years and years. It just never was something that I was really interested in because I like things that are a little bit more, I guess you would say, like faster paced. I don't mind things that are...
1: The slow build.
0: Yeah. I
1: love that slow
0: build. Not when it's like... The slow, slow, slow build. And so I kind of, I think I did maybe watch like the first episode years ago and was just immediately thinking, eh, maybe later. It's kind of one of those things where you maybe see it, the first episode or something, and and you're like, I can tell it's good, but I just don't feel like watching it right now.
1: One thing that struck me... Was considering, I mean, it wasn't like old-ass 90s anime, but just the quality of the animation, considering kind of the time that it was made in, is actually pretty, pretty good.
0: Yeah. I don't want to bite my tongue on this and make somebody (laughs) hate me, but it it reminds me very much of um, some of the Miyazaki films from that time. Just the amount of detail in people's faces... You know what I mean? And how expressive everybody is. And even so much the one scummy rumor magazine guy, I forget his name. He does look like a Miyazaki character. You kind of got to admit that.
1: I like that he has kind of that apostle vibe that I was talking about where he's almost like he's so like schemey and totally that he's almost inhuman.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I, uh, like, I think we're only three episodes in, so we're mm. going to keep watching it, but.
1: If it doesn't stress you out too much.
0: I mean, it doesn't stress me out. It just.
1: It's a stressful series.
0: It doesn't stress me out. Stop projecting there, kiddo. <laughs> Maybe it stresses you out.
1: Nothing stresses me out.
0: <laughs> Evelyn, literally, I could shake this table and, and you would have like a panic attack. You're, you're the stressful babby. The stressest babby. Stressiest. Um, I don't know.
1: Well, Would you like to talk about Recreators? Because that's what you've... Uh, you Actually, no, fuck that. You finished it, didn't you? I was like, Is you've it, been I don't watching even know. it on your own.
0: I don't even know if it's done.
1: Are you just caught up then?
0: Yeah, I, okay. I think it may be done. I don't know. It's 22 episodes, so I'm thinking that it may have something else, but it also ends very much so like... Everything good. All the major plot lines are wrapped up. But yeah, so this one I'm gonna blame the YouTube channel Mother's Basement for, because he claimed that it was quote unquote one of the smartest shows of the season. And I I thought Is that the it? I thought that the premise was incredibly interesting. Um it's basically I don't know why there are so many shows called Re-something. None of them are are related, but um, this one is randomly characters from manga and anime and video games show up in the world and weird shit starts happening.
1: I have a question. Uh Is it like... R E colon creators, yes. like regarding yes. creators yes. or is it yes. creators as in recreation? Yeah. It's
0: like, it's, it's re regarding creators, but okay. so was, uh, we've seen it on Crunchyroll a bunch of times, but we've obviously never watched it. There's one that's called like re life. And then there's one that's called re zero, which I watched and I forgot LOL. about because I just, I, I'm a glutton for punishment here, y'all. And it's, it's good. I, I don't think it's as smart as people think it is, just because it's it is very on the nose. It's not very ambiguous. it's not very um subtle at all. it's it's pretty just straight up on the nose. But I think it does say some very interesting things about creators and everything, writers, authors, all that sort of stuff, even uh, the character designers going back to paranoia agent. It's it's very surprisingly emotionally impactful as well. I didn't think that it would get me because I could see that they were building up to have you like the gut punch, but it's it does it it got me pretty good and I I'm normally really like the emotional. I'm just a completely empty human being who has no emotions, but it, it got me a few good times. yeah And uh, oh yeah, by the way. I mentioned that I I thought that one of the the writers in it was a reference to Kentaro Miura, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, the character that he wrote says like how fucked up her world and everybody's dying and she's like basically traumatized.
1: Is she a medieval fantasy? Yes, okay. but more type the, character. It's the
0: it's the one who looks identical to Joan of Arc, basically. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Or not identical, but but yeah, it looks the, like it's supposed yeah, to be yeah. inspired by. Yeah, because at the very end, um, uh, he's he's like doing um, not a monologue. He's talking to somebody, and he's like, um, "Shit!" He's like, "Sometimes, I, sometimes I really don't like how the story is going." So I go on hiatus for a while, and I'm like, "Yep, there you go. That's all the evidence I need." But uh, <laughs> it it was surprisingly a lot better than I really um, expected it to be i think the only thing that i didn't like about it was the fact that cuz i understand when you're creating an anime or a video game or anything and you have to create names for all of the magic in your world and names for all of the characters and mm-hmm. even like religions or all that sort of stuff it can be incredibly hard and i can imagine how hard it would be to have to create a group of these things that all had to fit cohesively in one property but goddamn some of them are really bad
1: is your is your pop filter okay
0: no it's not okay <laughs> But uh, some of the names for some of the magic, some of the games, manga, everything, it's very like bargain bin. Yeah. It's very much so.
1: That's the thing that kind of. Like you kind of of
0: cringe when people are doing their special moves because you're like, oh God, that sounds so stupid.
1: Yeah. Looking when I kind of looked into it, that put me off a little just because it kind of the way that I felt about my hero.
0: Where yeah, I, yeah. Where
1: I looked at it and I was like, what is this? this Who are these bargain dumb. bin motherfuckers here? <laughs> um, no, I'm glad that you've uh, been enjoying it.
0: And uh, no, but uh, what I was going to say is that it's really cool because they're pretty much, it's not actual characters, it's all characters created <laughs> for the show that. Uh, created by the guy who did Black Lagoon, which is fucking awesome. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and uh, But everybody is supposed to be somebody else. Or I I would say every property is... Either either there's the property that's supposed to be a ripoff of something Mm -hmm. or there's a character that's supposed to be a ripoff of something. Like there is the Shinji who's like a bratty little kid. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really funny that they do some things that are... um, It's almost like the writers of the show were trying to correct character flaws because there is a scene where the Shinji analog is basically like, I was being such a whiny baby, but I realized I shouldn't be. And you're just like, God, if only Shinji could realize that. And there also is uh, the... it's. I, I think it's supposed to be like some sort of just like mishmash of cyberpunk uh, stories, but the the writer for that I think it's a manga in the show uh, is fucking completely deranged because she has her character show up in the real world, super pissed that she killed his daughter Ooh, in the story. Oh,
1: that's good though. That's good. Yeah, uh, there's someone with a stand too, right?
0: It's oh yeah, I'll I'll get to that in one second. I'll get to that motherfucker. But uh, she she pretty much goes, says something along the lines of, I'll keep doing fucked up things to you so you can overcome it or something like that. Yikes. But uh, yeah, in the video that I'm talking about that uh, he did, which was, uh, I'm pretty sure the thumbnail says, is that a JoJo reference? It's a straight up Persona reference, which Persona is ripping off JoJo to begin with. But it, it's because his stand is based off of a, I'm assuming, uh, I didn't do enough research into it, but it looks like it's based, it's like an old Japanese warrior-looking woman kind of thing, which sounds more like Persona than it does JoJo, right? Also you, kind
1: you, of sounds like uh, What's-Her-Face and Bungo Stray Dogs.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. but, <laughs> also, but
1: also kind of a stand rip-off.
0: but they make reference to it being a, a, like a historical figure or something along those lines. Uh So basically I, it's, it's persona. And also because both of the characters from that manga have um, a primary weapon that they use Mm -hmm. and then their persona, which is like persona, you know, like everybody has like their weapon and then they, and then they also have that, that does certain things. And it's, so much more of a persona reference than a JoJo reference, but that's just arguing semantics, which is my specialty.
1: Not really, but continue.
0: Fuck yourself. No, it was, it was good. I don't think that it's the smartest thing ever made, and I don't think it's the best thing ever made. But I think that it was surprisingly, surprisingly good and surprisingly effective at doing the gut punches.
1: Um. I'm not going to watch it, but I am glad that you have been enjoying it. I hope that the microphone can pick up your ice chewing. I hope everyone can hear it. <laughs> no. Stop. Um, well, I. You said it. You said it. <laughs> um, Fuck I- you, fight me. On an unanime related tangent into this, I've been trying to burn through rewatching all of Game of Thrones nope. so I can nope. so I can cancel my fucking HBO whatever that I have and I don't have to pay for it every month anymore. So I'm like trying to get through it by the end of September, Evelyn. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. But because I have been watching Game of Thrones, which as literally everyone on planet earth knows is a bummer. Yes. Nod your head, smile and nod, smile and nod. Um, Nope. But because I've been watching that, I was like, okay, I need to find something a little bit, a little bit light to watch. Maybe, maybe nothing too goofy, but just something that is not, as serious as Game of Thrones, because I don't think I can do both at once. You got to have that balance in your life. Smile and nod. Smile and nod.
0: Sorry, it's just every <laughs> time that anybody mentions Game of Thrones, I just go into a coma.
1: Um. Yeah.
0: I have a stroke. I
1: know. I know you don't like it because you don't. You don't believe in pop culture phenomena.
0: No, I just think that <laughs> most things that are really popular. Are popular because they're made to be popular, and most people that say things like, No character is safe, are immediately wrong. And I go in and I go, That person has plot armor, that person has plot armor, and that person has plot armor. And those people never dive throughout the entirety of the show. And then I go, But I thought you guys said that nobody was safe. Uh. And then everybody just looks at me like, I'm an idiot or something because I see flaws that they don't.
1: Anyway, that's how I felt about
0: Attack on Titan too.
1: Yes, but anyway, because
0: you were like, everybody is, every nobody's safe. Everybody can die, and I'm so surprised that they killed off these characters that they just introduced <laughs> and gave their backstory <laughs> and made you feel emotions
1: for them. <laughs> we all can't be as brilliant as you. I'm not saying I'm
0: brilliant. This is like. Writing 101?
1: (laughs) Anyway. I decided, this has been on my list forever and ever. Um, It's called Karekano, or it's also referred to as His and Her Circumstances. Karekano is like the abbreviated version of the long-ass Japanese title.
0: His and Her uh, Circumferences?
1: (laughs) Yes, they're they're both (laughs) very round.
0: His and Her Circumcisions? (laughs)
1: You you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> you almost had a good goof, <laughs> and you killed it.
0: <laughs> Just like most things.
1: <laughs> um. But so this used to be on Fun Fact when Funimation had a TV channel. It was what was on before Utana, and I always really wanted to watch it, but could like never get home early enough to actually be able to watch the episodes in succession. So I'd always catch, like, maybe half of one or, like, an end of one or something. So um, finally decided I was going to watch it. And uh, interestingly enough, um, it's it was done by Gainax and... The the opening sequence is alarmingly similar to Ava. I'll have to make you watch it because I, when I was watching it, I was like, "Wait a minute, this is really familiar." And then the produced by came up, um, but it was also the first half of it was directed um, by Hideaki Anno, and then the second
0: before before he
1: after Ava.
0: Okay, so it's so like the it's, after Ava before he fucked up Ava.
1: No, after he. Did Ava the series directed the movies, OVAs, whatever the fuck you want to call them, this is what he did, like, after. After Ava was, like, done.
0: Yeah, so before he fucked it up with the newer movies.
1: <sighs> You're killing me. It's from it's from the, like, mid-2000s. It's old. Or, like, not even mid, like, early 2000s. I'm,
0: I'm just trying to make another joke about Anno ruining Evangelion again. <sighs>
1: Anyway, so the first half of the series was directed by him. Second half was directed by this dude who was like kind of his protege for a while and it really shows
0: Can I just say one yeah. thing? You're you're the Anno of my jokes. You ruin my jokes.
1: Or you just make bad goofs. <sighs> <laughs> it could be one or the other um so anyway it's uh it's more of a slice of life series but it follows this girl um you know who's kind of the perfect student everyone loves her she's super helpful she gets good grades she's good at sports she's good at everything but she also works really hard for it, like, she works out on the weekends and, like, stays up all night studying. She's not just um, nat- a Mary Sue. Yeah, she's not naturally good at everything. But the best part, like, she also puts, like, a lot of work into her appearance. Best part of this is that it's all a lie.
0: Bump, bump, bump.
1: <laughs> um, she doesn't work really hard and be the best because she's, a, like, a goody two-shoes. She does it because she's secretly kind of um, a very selfish, ambitious person and likes all of the admiration and praise that she gets from. Is this like a Japanese that thing that
0: that this is like the worst thing in the world? or am I just or do I not understand? or like I feel like you're explaining the story as if this is some really horrible thing and the way that I'm hearing it is if you're working hard and doing things and doing good things for the admiration, that's not really awful.
1: Well, I think in in some ways it is a cultural thing to, to be very like egocentric and all about yourself. Um, Yeah. In Japanese culture is not like you think about all of um, the series that we watch that are kind of all about like, teamwork and working together and kind of lifting up your peers and all of that versus someone who's like this who's basically putting on that like good good girl act for attention um like it's it's not the best look like Think about how you would feel if someone was yeah, being no, really no, no, no. nice to I, you I, at school and you found out that they were just doing it because they wanted I totally, to make themselves
0: look. I good. understand what you're saying. More so, I'm just because um, the, like the fact that it's a secret to be uncovered about somebody is it, it feels odd to me. Um, I mean, or is there more to it? Well, than that? so
1: and this isn't really spoilers because a it's old as shit. And B, this happens like in the first episode is she goes to high school and she's kind of used to being um, Queen B. But there's this dude who starts going to her high school, um, Arima, who's um, as like as good as she is and he really likes her and confesses that he has a crush on her and then stops by her house on the weekend and sees her in like her ugly sweatpants and glasses and uh, and kind of realizes through like conversations with her that what she is projecting is like a fake persona like she's not like she's not really the person that she acts like she is at school. So he decides to d- do what anyone would do, I guess, and fucking blackmail her. Yeah, um, because that's
0: what I would do. I shit, I blackmail everybody.
1: <laughs> but I, um, I blackmail
0: like twenty people a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's illegal. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> Um, Maybe it may be morally illegal, but um, legally not so much.
1: I I've been I'm three episodes in. I haven't watched a lot of it, but I love it. It's a lot of fun. It's the animation. I don't even know if I could call it the animation because it does a lot of the the like breaks of like text that Ava would do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And stuff like that. It's, I don't know. It's, it's creatively directed. Um, and it's fun and the characters are really relatable. So I'm enjoying it
0: because I too am a garbage person.
1: (laughs) Well, I kind of like it because, um, you think about something like my hero where we love, we love them all so dearly. They're all such good kids. And they do such a good job. They try so hard. Like, they're really just being their best selves. Um, But that's not real.
0: But in the end, it didn't even matter.
1: (laughs) But, like, that's not necessarily realistic. Like, not... Like, most most people...
0: There isn't really an instance where there are people that to subscribe to that very idealistic version of a good person or heroism.
1: Yeah, and I think, I mean, I might be a garbage person, as you said, but I feel like very few people are that earnest all the time. Like, all of us tell white lies. All of us, um, in some situations, might, you know... Like instead of say, like saying how we feel and maybe causing a confrontation or like making yourself look bad, you'll do the thing that'll just kind of like get you through it and like make you look the best. I don't know. Maybe I'm a garbage human being.
0: You are definitely a garbage human being, but no, I understand.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a little bit um, more relatable than your typical uh shojo love story, yeah, because that's what we're working towards Could here. Go away!
0: <laughs> I can only imagine that all the people who stood at the hurricane to yell that out are now in heaven.
1: Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see a little bit of character progression as well, because that's what I'm expecting from it. Is that Maybe she'll learn how to be more herself and learn how to be honest with others instead of feeling like she always has to put her best, most perfect foot forward. And that'll be interesting.
0: Yeah. All right, did you want to do some news stuff?
1: Let's cruise through the news.
0: Yerb. So um, we have one thing that was... um, originally slated for the last podcast that we didn't end up doing. And we have a couple of things that were from the past week. The first thing, do you want to take this one?
1: Sure. Cause um, I, it makes
0: me want to cry.
1: So Netflix <clears throat> released a trailer for this, new they're not calling it an anime and that's this kind of straddles that line of like it's it's kind of like avatar and legend of korra where it's
0: but i do feel like this is more cuz avatar and korra don't really look like anime in a lot of ways
1: i don't know what planet you're from but keep talking i don't agree with that sentiment
0: I didn't say in in every single way. A lot of the ways that the animation is done and the fighting is very anime, but a lot of the character designs aren't built from the ground up to look like an anime protagonist and character. Like, a lot of their yeah, eyes are different and their faces.
1: Yeah, they don't have same face, like, conceptually, the designs. Yes, okay, I can see that. But stylistically.
0: This is supposed to be anime like it looks like anime so i want to criticize it like it's anime
1: well it it reminds me it's not even me, out
0: and i want to criticize it already it
1: reminds me of you don't remember f- totally f- finish reading
0: for finished t- uh saying what you're even talking about okay okay finish. okay okay
1: well you you were the one that uh interrupted me friend
0: learn to uh get back on track then <laughs> Jerk.
1: Um, So it's called Neo Yokio, and it's billed as an animated series. It's not being billed as anime. Uh, However, it was done in collaboration with Production IG and Studio Dean. Um, It reminds me of... You don't remember Totally Spies for some reason. I mean... It used to be on tsunami. How can you not remember?
0: It might just be the trauma.
1: <laughs> um, but it and like there was also this one that was on for a while that was really bad. That was called Megax XLR, which is about these two dudes who lived in Jersey City with their like space air uh, space alien friend who brought them like a Transformers car. That could turn into a giant robot but it had flames on the sides
0: that sounds really bad
1: but it was done in that kind of like bastardized pseudo anime style that this totally reminds me of um, for some reason the vocalist of vampire weekend conceptualized this um, and brought it to fruition I do I'm very confused about how that happened, but maybe he's a fan of anime. Um,
0: Obviously not, or else he'd actually make one.
1: But (laughs) um, I just like
0: being mean for the sake of a joke. You're very
1: mean. Jaden Smith has been heavily involved in it as well, and Voices, the main character, it looks like a mess. Personally, that's the way that I feel about it. Um, a, there's a ton of people doing voice acting in this that are not uh, necessarily voice actors, but just regular actors, and you can tell when you watch the trailer.
0: Jude Law, um, Jason Schwartzman, obviously Jaden Smith, Susan Sarandon, and basically it's uh demon-slaying stuff, and also because yeah. he's the most eligible bachelor...
1: That is very uh, despondent, we'll say.
0: No way. Yeah. Jaden Smith being despondent? <laughs> no, uh. He
1: seems like a bummer.
0: And they say fuck boy in it, which made yeah. me win the trailer. Because it looks like a kid show. It yeah, looks it like looks a kid like kid a baby and then, show. And then at one point, like somebody calls somebody else a fuckboy, boy. And I was just like, oh, okay, so that's what this is going for. I'm, I'm even more... Because tr- up until that point, you didn't really get a taste of anything about it. And I was like... Let's go into this with an open mind. And then Same. somebody said fuck boy and I immediately went, "Nah, I'm good. I don't need well, an open mind anymore. I know exactly what this is going for."
1: Um This just is interesting to me cuz it oh it opens up the kind of what what counts as anime conversation that people sometimes have. But this idea that I don't know. It's complicated.
0: It's made by by an anime studio.
1: But it's completely written and conceptualized by people who are not Uh from Japan. But people who
0: worked on Rurouni Kenshin, Mobile Suit Gundam UC, um, and uh, someone else who worked on Ranma are storyboard artists. So it's kind of like, yeah, I get what you're saying. But at the same point... It's designed to look like an anime. It has a bunch of anime studios in collaboration and anime artists in collaboration. So, I mean.
1: If it looks like an anime and quacks like an anime.
0: Then I'm probably crying in a corner somewhere.
1: (laughs) Now, like I might drink a bunch of wine one night and watch an episode of this and let y'all know how it is. But I'm not. Well,
0: kind of because just because you mentioned it, but in contrast, everybody called the new Castlevania Netflix series an anime. And that's just incorrect because it's A, advertised as an animated series, B, it's not even done in any of the art style or anything that is similar to anime. It's just an animated series that is done in a more realistic fashion. So Mm -hmm. that's not an anime. This I'm willing to make the argument that it is not everything that's an anime has to be good. Trust me. There's a lot of like weird lolly incest stuff, whatever on the internet. I don't like it. It doesn't matter if it's bad or morally reprehensible. It's.
1: Are you sure you're not talking about that second season of Soraya? Online? Oh shit. <laughs> Shots fired.
0: Shots fucking fired there. Oh my God. I probably am.
1: That shit made me so uncomfortable. Um, part of the reason we never finished that. But. Um,
0: oh yeah, because you're, you're talking about the actual second season.
1: Yeah, with his weird sister, cousin, or whatever the fuck <laughs> she was.
0: Sounds like some people from uh, the South. <laughs> Hey there, this is my sister cousin.
1: Um, do you have any more to say about Neo Yokio? Which I hate that name so much.
0: No, I don't. It just
1: reminds me of uh, eggs. Because it sounds like yolk. I mean, like it's. An egg yolk.
0: Not too dissimilar, I feel like. <laughs> A broken, rotten egg.
1: Anyway, um, this is news that I'm actually really excited for. Um, the director of Cowboy Bebop, Mr. Watanabe, is going to direct. A- Wh- whom
0: whom you have an autograph from? I
1: do. I got to meet him and shake his hand, and it was really cool. He was a he was a cool dude. Um, yeah, I know. I have to talk louder. But he's directing a Blade Runner anime short, which is one of those things that I feel like is going to, it's just such a good fit for him to do that there's no way that it will not turn out amazing.
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm super apprehensive of stuff that is revisited so many years later. Because Blade Runner came out, God, how long ago? It's It's been fucking forever. And I... 1982? Yeah. So they're revisiting it so far into the future. And because the, the short also not only has to tie into the original movie, but also the new sequel coming out. So I will remain apprehensive until we... See See it, yeah. There's
1: also no real trailer out at the moment, it's just kind of like a weird teaser that shows some of the uh footage from the films spliced in with images of him kind of drawing drawing and concepting. Um, I don't know, I think it's gonna be really good because I think, I don't know, in some ways anime and animation in general can just give you so much more freedom. You know, like you're not, you're not restricted by things like, like budgets for the set and like, yeah, the abilities of like an actor hmm. to be a good actor. Cause those, for some reason seem to be in short supply at the moment. Like, I don't Especially
0: in voice acting. Holy shit.
1: (laughs) but i feel like it just um it'll give freedom in a way to tell this little little condensed story yeah i agree
0: i mean we'll see i personally just i also don't really care that much about blade runner to be honest
1: i kind of want to watch it the
0: original movie
1: it's been it's been a long time well i mean i was gonna watch it like tonight
0: oh really
1: maybe depends if i can sleep or not
0: it's good. it's going to be your bedtime by the time we're done here.
1: I mean, I was up until 1:30 in the morning cleaning my floors. So
0: Oh, well, bye-bye.
1: <laughs> Next up, let's talk let's talk about more movie shit. Let's just dig, <laughs> dig on in there. <laughs> um Please
0: god no cannibal shinji.
1: The well, I was going to talk about The Full Metal Alchemist Live action first, yeah. which um, the official premiere date for it as a whole is going to be the 1st of December, at least in Japan. But there's a, a Tokyo International Film Festival in October where it's going to be. Um, I don't wanna say headlining. What's the word? It'll be there. It's a big deal, I guess. This is one of the very few uh, live-action anime adaptations that I've ever been like, I would maybe watch this. It also
0: seems to be the highest-budgeted live-action anime film ever made.
1: Yes. And that's... We have another one um, that we want to talk about as well.
0: I mean, uh, one, two, and half-two are two completely separate <laughs> things, my dear.
1: Um. But yeah, I don't every time I see news about one live action movie coming out, there's just another one right behind it. And I am having trouble wrapping my brain around why they do this, because they're not like, I guess they make money and that's why they keep getting made. But they're just not very good on a whole.
0: Speaking of, I'm looking at the poster for the live-action Assassination Classroom.
1: Yeah, and they're doing the, um, I forget what it's called, but like the cycling anime. I saw news that <sighs> they're doing a live-action, and one of the actors got hurt going down a hill on a bike.
0: Oh, like, God. Oh, no.
1: Um, it just, they're everywhere now, and I can't. There's the JoJo live-action why why do you think there's such a thing?
0: Because people will buy into it and I mean because it probably has to do with like the film culture in Japan because it's very much different than in America. Because um, when you think of an American made film, like big budget movie, you think of like a fucking Michael Bay, like explosions, or at least at the very least good actors and good cinematography and all that shit. Whereas in Japan, I feel like it's not so much focused on this like big budget kind of blockbuster mentality. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to say it without sounding mean or implying that. All Japanese films are bad. No, they're definitely not. I think that it is just part of the culture of not having these like blockbuster films that are so
1: that you sink like you have so much money to sink, like hundreds of millions
0: of dollars into.
1: Yeah, and that's honestly kind of what was such a bummer about what they did with Ghost in the Shell was like you had the potential to do a lot with it. You know,
0: especially considering that Bla- uh, Ghost in the Shell ripped off Blade Runner a whole bunch. Oh, so bit. Yeah. Uh, mm, mm,
1: <laughs> a whole bunch. Uh, but yeah, you they had the chance to really like faithfully adapt it and make like make it what it what it deserved, and they just
0: they botched it. We need to watch it. We need to get like really drunk and watch it.
1: Uh, I don't think even then I'll be able to. I'll just be too sad.
0: I mean well we gotta do it. But yeah, so Speaking
1: of Sad
0: <laughs> Speaking of Sad, um I actually, it's, it's Tokyo Ghoul. That's the newest live action. Well
1: it I think it premiered earlier in, July. in the yeah, in the summer, but it's having its US theatrical release October sixteenth to 20th Second, just in time for like prime spoopy season. And I might, I might see if a couple of people at work just want to go see this and like have a, have a fun night because I, we are very split in our feelings about Tokyo Ghoul. You are, do not like it kind of hard stop. Um, I personally enjoy the, um, the manga a lot but not the anime because I think it's-
0: uh, this is one of those things where you loved it until you knew that there was something better And I'm holding this above your head. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. it. I liked it. it. I liked it. it. You 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 wanted to get a cannibal Shinji body pillow. Oh
1: fuck you! My opinion is allowed to change.
0: Yeah, no. I'm just I'm holding it above your head because you do this to me. Where where you you sit on your high horse and you uh, scream? No, you loved that thing.
1: Um, anyway, there's something about Tokyo Ghoul with the aesthetic of like these, the ghouls like creeping around at night in the city that I really like. And there, there were a couple shots to be fair in the teaser trailer where I was like, that looks really cool. That looks really cool. Like not the scenes where people are covered in like buckets of fake blood, um, but the, the scene at the end of the teaser where he's like sitting at his desk is very like, it's a little, it's a little spoopy. It's a little, it's unsettling. And that's, that's what I like about Tokyo Ghoul is that yeah, it's not but
0: then, it turn, just, but, then it just, but then it just But then it just turns into a shonen battle anime. Because mm. that was my problem with it yeah. is it just turns into a battle anime. Like th- there needs to be things that are just unsettling and cool and shit. But everything turns into a battle anime. Every single fucking thing. Well, it seems thing. like there's,
1: there's a lot going on behind the scenes.
0: Well, because you remember Shiki. Yeah. Case fucking closed. <laughs>
1: that,
0: should, that is probably one of the best openings, the best opening, like, multiple episodes of an anime, like, ever. And then it very quickly...
1: Oh, one of the first scenes, do you remember, I can like see it where the little, the like little girl vampire is in the tree Yeah, outside of somebody's window. That scared the shit out of me.
0: Yeah, that shit was scary. Actually scary. Full stop.
1: Um, yeah, I might, you're not going to see it. I kind of want to get a couple people from work to go do something spoopy for October. So that might be a good fun thing to go see.
0: I mean, I'd go see it. I'd just relentlessly make fun of it.
1: As long as you do so quietly, I guess you're invited.
0: Quiet? Wow, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> N- now that you finally have friends, you're allowed to talk all this shit to me?
1: Yes, I am. You jerk. Um, Moving along with the movie train, we have code geass which i knew that they were doing these compilations but i didn't realize they're apparently um doing new scenes and also having the voice actors re-record all of their work which isn't honestly but it's a the nice same touch. video yeah but like it'll be i'm sure it'll be enhanced hd whatever that means um but I actually am kind of looking forward to this now. So there are going to be two movies, a compilation of the entire series that is Code Geass. Um, I watched this, I think, for the first time my senior year of high school. And then we, you and I watched it over again um, after we had been dating for a little while. But I really,
0: I don't get like the the amount of actual hate because people make it seem like it is the worst thing that has ever existed.
1: It's a fun, solid, full series. I mean, it really I is.
0: A, I understand where it falls apart when you try to really dive in deep to it and analyze it, but I don't really understand why it is seen as this awful thing. At the same point.
1: No, I don't either because... To me, no matter how you slice it, it's still a compelling story. In my mind, at least.
0: I guess the one thing that I do understand is that they kind of set it up for this uh, like epic game of chess, and then it kind of doesn't really live up to that again, really.
1: And I think, I mean, we can talk more about this kind of thing... Um, In our second half, but I find Lelouch to be a really compelling character. Lelouch, yes, and
0: uh, nobody's ever made that joke before. I'm the first.
1: <laughs> um No, it's easy to. I feel like in some ways, you really want to root for him, and like there, there are points where you he really kind of loses you, and you're like, I don't know if I can. If I can do this anymore, um, and it takes you, it really takes you on a little bit of a ride—not a—not a straight shot, but a a proper roller coaster, up yeah. and or up and down a little bit. Maybe not the ones that go full upside down, but
0: not the ones that go straight either. Just the ones that that, that you know are <laughs>
1: straight up in the air into space, <laughs> just launches you.
0: Oh, okay. But they said it doesn't make you go upside down.
1: No, I mean I was oh.
0: Oh, okay, So you're goofing. lying. You're I was, lying. I
1: was making Goof.
0: All right, so um yeah, but- I'm I'm interested like I'll probably be down with rewatching it cuz I as I said, I I am a hindsight viewer where at first I may be super stoked about something and then after I'm done, I may be overly harsh on it because I'm then at that point analyzing it. Mhm. But I do, I, I don't really understand why people see it as this awful fucking thing. I, I don't no, see it No, I
1: really don't either. And I actually, I misspoke. I believe it's three films, which is actually better than two. Um. So.
0: No way. Is it because three is one more than two?
1: Yes. And that gives them more to spread out. But also for me, because I've, this is a series I've rewatched twice. Not re. Wait how how math um i've seen it twice all the way through and i don't personally know if i would want to invest the time watching and
0: rewatching it a third time the, yeah
1: the entire series again so i think honestly a like recap movies for this reason c- could be really great especially for something like this yeah and
0: it also gives them an opportunity to kind of uh, i don't know how to put this nicely, but kind of take out some of the things that are not necessary.
1: Yeah. And add some more stuff in. Yeah. You done? I am. I'll let you take this next one. If I can stop hitting my mic arm stand, whatever this, what is, what is the technical name for this?
0: Um, um, it's a, a mic stand.
1: Yeah, but it's got like the swing. a boom
0: arm. There you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, your to me yours is a stand. Yeah, because
0: it, this is a mic stand. That's a boom arm.
1: I want to make a stand proud joke, but I missed it.
0: If you make a stand proud <laughs> joke, I will. I will actually just bash myself in the head with this stand. But, aura, uh, aura, aura, aura. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm leaving. So, um. Yeah, so Akira Toriyama has designed a new Dragon Ball character, which I feel like in in this day and age isn't really the rarest thing in the world because he's been doing it for Dragon Ball Super, but he did it this time. It's I'm going to take the wild assumption and say that it's an exclusive character to the new Dragon Ball Fighters. And, uh, is
1: it Fighters or Fighter Z? It's
0: Fighter Z. Okay. But everybody just calls it Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay. And it is Android 21, or as some people refer to her as Waifu 21. That's a real thing I've seen on the internet.
1: Waifu 21. Yep. I, I'm into that.
0: And I mean, it's it's interesting that he's kind of um Not retconning, he's like going back and adding more into the story that wasn't there.
1: Well, I haven't really been following this game very much past whenever you've been like, they released more whatever, and have shown it to me. How involved has he been in this?
0: I don't know, but they're literally every single fucking animation is a reference to the manga or the anime. Yeah.
1: So somebody there is
0: really heavily involved. Hmm. And um, yeah, because I'm assuming that he is inserting her to team up with Android yeah, yeah, 16 is the big fit, is the big guy, right? Do you I, remember Dragon Ball Z at oh all? Man, it's been a Yeah, I, I know. It's
1: been a minute. Oh, I'm going to say yes.
0: And um they do bad things to world. But they also announced the two the the two or um cuz previously they they had announced two of the most useless fighters which were Piccolo and Krillin and then these are the much more down that line. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it is. Which is
0: Yamchen Tien. Oh, God. Oh, God. Apparently, uh, Toriyama really dislikes Tien. Really? <laughs> or, I don't know, because apparently in Dragon Ball Super, he just gets fucking dunked on constantly. Or not dunked on, but he doesn't. Like, everybody gets like a fucking arc, and he's just a nobody. And doesn't get any stronger and stuff. I have not watched. I watched, I think, like two episodes of Dragon Ball Super.
1: We watched more than two episodes. No,
0: we watched like two or three of them.
1: Hmm. It made me very sleepy because it had sleepy, sleepy music. Yeah. Do you remember?
0: Yes. And it, it also was the super slice of life weird Dragon Ball stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean... I just think it's cool that considering how well done this game is going to be, like this is just kind of like a nice extra little touch.
0: Yeah, no. I, I, th- I think it is really cool, and um, I'm going to get it, hopefully, when it comes out. I'll play goddamn, it with
1: you, but I'm just going to butt-mash the shit out of it.
0: And you'll lose.
1: I will, but I'll have a Good time doing
0: it. <laughs> I love how you you end that with a question mark, like, "Will I?"
1: You know I'm a sore loser. Will I? Yo, so. <laughs>
0: you are the sorest loser. She straight up quit Mario Kart. She started. She talked so much shit to me. She was telling me that she could kick my ass with her eyes closed because she no, played I the wasn't. DS version. No,
1: I wasn't. You
0: said something really tr- like corny about how bad you'd beat me, and then. We started playing and you quit in the middle of the match.
1: I refute that.
0: You quit in the middle of the match and you said you didn't want to play that. anymore.
1: I, it was not the middle of the match.
0: Yes, it was. It was the middle.
1: Revisionist history. Fake news.
0: Coming from you, maybe. <laughs>
1: um. Do we have any more news for tonight? Today? Whenever? This no, I mean, I d- really like we we
0: can very <laughs> briefly mention that. Um,
1: oh yeah, you wanted to talk about the Little Witch well, Game.
0: You originally wanted to talk about, but I figured we could just mention it. Yeah, apparently it's coming yeah. to PlayStation Four, and um, it th- 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 there's a trailer, but it doesn't really show much. It I think it only shows probably about like three seconds of actual gameplay in it, but it looks like it's like a side-scrolling beat-em-up, which looks really weird. I'm
1: kind of mad that it's not going to be for, like, DS, because to me that looks like a great game for a handheld.
0: I mean, and this isn't to be insulting, but it looks like a DS game also. It it looks like it could... it, It looks as though it is probably way lower than what the PlayStation four can handle. So it's kind mm. of like, why, why do, I mean, even on the Vita, it, it looks like it could be handled on the Vita easily.
1: Yeah. No, which, which,
0: which is both an insult and a compliment. And they should have probably put it on the Vita. Cause I mean, people will still have Vitas. People still play them. It's just that AAA support is non-existent there. And, You know. Yeah. All right, so is that it then?
1: That is it.
0: All right, do you want to take a quick break?
1: I would love to.
0: Then never mind. I don't want to take a break then. (laughs) All right, and we back
1: and i have my little glass of wine my little spoonful of cookie butter (laughs) i'm doing good
0: can you please (laughs) never do that again and i I got my spoonful of cookie butter
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh i mean i did i didn't know if you knew this but a spoonful of cookie butter a day (laughs) keeps the doctor away (laughs)
0: Well, I guess I, I didn't even know this, but I guess Evelyn is apparently auditioning for um, Kingdom Hearts in the role of uh, Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't even do the thing.
1: It's a Monday night. <laughs> I'm I'm living my life
0: barely. Apparently, <laughs> chasing
1: my bliss.
0: <laughs> oh my god! All right, so I guess here, give us your. Uh, your uh, your thesis statement for 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 hedo
1: had to wash down that cookie butter.
0: This is why I <laughs> said eat it first, for fuck's sake.
1: Um, I'm charming, son. People love me.
0: <laughs> Do they though? That's the real question.
1: Um, so we did like a year ago whenever we recorded it, um, an episode that touched a little bit on like antagonists and uh what we liked about antagonists, some um, antagonists that we like, I Um oh that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um and I don't know, just like what what makes a good villain? So I figured with all of the shows that we have been watching about...
0: kiddos
1: And powers and superpowers that we could maybe talk about what we like in a hero and what we feel like makes a compelling protagonist. Yes, I am gesturing at you with my cookie butter spoon.
0: I think, honestly... And, um, it it kind of ties into, um, I, of course, watched, uh, there was a video by Super Patch Wolf about heroes and everything. And I think that Deku is an example of a hero or protagonist that is really, really, I, I don't even want to use the word relatable, but really endearing. And, um, I think that he does such a... Or, like, the writer does such a good job of... You know he's not going to die or anything. You know that he's going to... The, the show fucking starts pretty much with the premise of... I am the number one hero. Here's how I got there. Here's
1: my story, yeah.
0: And But I, I think at every turn, you're always going to root for him. And, and honestly all of the characters in that entire show.
1: Yeah. That, you really want to root for all of them. Cause it goes back to like what I was saying before that they all are very earnest for the most part. But,
0: but I think that for the most part, people don't relate to, or even really like a lot of those, I am goody two shoes kind of characters. And I, I think that it's just, They're too, re-
1: yeah. Deku is too pure.
0: I mean, but you still root for him, and but so is everybody else. Everybody else is too pure in that show. A- every single one of them is just like a good boy or a good girl. They're just good eggs that want to do things, and um, you still want them to succeed regardless. Like it, it isn't one of those things where in in a lot of the, a lot of the times when they're like the two goody two shoes characters, mm-hmm. you want to see them fail just cause you don't like the fact that they're so, uh, pure.
1: Yeah. I was just, I'm staring at her behind you up on my, my shelf there. Um, I feel like Utina. Yes, Utena? Yes. Utina is one of, I think my all-time favorite protagonists.
0: I just, I don't like how, um, I'm trying to think that like uh, oblivious she is to everything going on. She
1: is, yes, and we've talked about that. She is very naive and that's part of her character arc that she has. And that's, I mean, but it never gets big, any better. N- I mean,
0: she's just oblivious the whole show.
1: I wouldn't say that. And I think that's something that's a theme of the show in general is that they're children. So they are very naive and don't really understand what's going on around them all of the time. Um, And that's used as like a major plot device throughout the series. But I like, cause she has, I feel a very good balance like she's not too much of a goody two shoes she kind of um flouts the rules at school a little bit with the uniform that she wears and like everyone thinks she's super cool because of it and generally speaking because um,
0: you dress like a b- b- boy
1: why you gotta say it like that
0: because that's how they, <laughs> they treat you in the show
1: yeah but um how dare you
0: uh, how dare you
1: um, I don't know. But overall, like, she's very confident and she's very cool and collected. But she's still throughout the series, you see her um, make these mistakes and have serious moments of doubt and serious moments of, like, self-reflection when she does actually realize, like, oh, I fucked up and done things wrong, but she still uh is very brave and tries her best and in the end makes
0: Not gonna lie, my dear, you do have the nostalgia goggles I on. Because I didn't I get do. any of that.
1: Well, that's fine, but that's what I get from her. Like the scene, the one scene at the end on the roof with Anthe where she like apologizes to her and is like, I've been a bad friend.
0: Yeah, but that also there is no real warning to it. There is no arc to it. There is no real, like, lead up to I it. don't
1: know what series you were watching. Oh,
0: he, hear me out for a half a second, you jerk. No need to get uh, super angry because I'm saying something not nice about something you really like. But th- there is no, like, yeah, there is evidence to show these things. But she, there is no real reflection on it or any sort of real like even anthe doesn't really give a shit and then at the very end it it's just yeah i've do, i've done these things and there was no I, I don't want to say note of it or self-reflection about it it was just very much abrupt i guess is the best way to put it
1: i don't really agree with that but why don't you tell me about one of your favorite? Heroes instead.
0: I don't like heroes. Heroes are dumb. Oh,
1: are you are you pretending to be me? Yeah,
0: over I there. Am. Yeah, you're
1: I doing am. your best Evelyn impression.
0: I'm trying to think of something really mean. <laughs> oh, I God. know
1: I'm a piece of garbage that likes the garbage men characters, but
0: yeah, because you just hate. Every, like you, or no, you just love the characters that are just irredeemable shitholes. Because
1: I love to suffer.
0: That's not a good thing.
1: I mean, (laughs) I mean,
0: I I think to, to kind of, um, I guess go with what you were saying. I think Ryuko from Kill a Kill is a good. Example of a, a hero or protagonist that because even so much, she kind of starts out just wanting the end of her little own personal arc.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, she's very lovable. I'll give you that.
0: Yeah. But she she goes through all the things that you kind of were saying, except there's like an actual arc to it. Yeah. Instead of it being like a drop off. Yeah. I mean, it's probably <laughs> honestly, it's probably uh, trigger being. Uh, I don't want to say throwing shade because that's not correct, but kind of um, uh, fixing some of the things with that style of show.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do think, and we've talked about Cause, that cause, before, I how mean, much it, how similar it is in various ways, but but I mean, even so much if you look at Gurren Lagan, a
0: lot of it is. I, I would say almost um, doing the same exact thing that a lot of other Mecca shows do, but doing it a little bit better, you know. Mm-hmm. And I and I feel like they may be doing that. If only they could do that for the uh, the magical stuff,
1: I then... still have to watch
0: Logan. Yeah, I know. Just, uh, fucking burn the witch, God! <laughs> seriously. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's. I feel like it's one of those things where I've stopped and started it so many times you, that it's so hard to get back in.
0: Yeah, it's just. I I understand that it's really hard to get into, and I understand that it's. It's definitely something you need to be in the mood for, but you need to turn do the it.
1: lights down low. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, even so much though. I think Simone is a very good example of that as well, and um, hmm. I like because he I, does I can't. I can't swiney, spoil. I can't spoil it though. That's the only thing that really sucks. I can't spoil it for yeah. you. Um, but he goes through this giant, fucking, massive arc of character development hmm. and gets. Uh, let's choose words carefully here. Um, he gets knocked down and has to get back up and kind of become an actual hero, kind of not even just because there are any minor personal stakes at risk. It's just the world, Do. More. Are there any I actually no, no JoJo characters are good heroes.
1: <laughs> oh, come on. I was gonna talk about JoJo's.
0: Yeah, I know, and that's why I did that for it to you. I love, I love I love mean, spoiling. Well it for you, you
1: you have not come to know as many Jojo's as I have. Um and oh, I please think please
0: God, Evelyn, act more pretentious about anime, Jesus. <sighs> Jesus.
1: Um well what I was just gonna say is when I, whenever I was gonna get around to touching on it, um, not like I was thinking about this <laughs> or anything. Um, you, you
0: think about JoJo every day?
1: Well, one thing. I mean, never mind. Um, the The variety I feel like within each divi- individual JoJo throughout the years. I think is pretty impressive cuz each one has really felt like a like an individual character to me with their own personality, their own goals. Like they're they're each special in their own individual way. Um and I've talked about this before but something that I like a lot about the structure of JoJo is it Um, It allows you to really pick favorites and be like, I like, I enjoy this thing as a whole, but like, this is really my niche within, um,
0: within, within the fandom. within
1: the fandom. Yeah. And my,
0: is it, is it broken up like that on Tumblr?
1: Jesus. Um, well, my two favorite Jojo's are Johnny and Giorno who are both. Oh,
0: for fucking shame, kiddo.
1: Yeah, I know. No one likes Giorno. Um
0: No, I'm saying for, for fucking shame because there's only one true waifu.
1: Is it yours? Your waifu? Your one true waifu? Joseph? Joe Star?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, no, it's not just mine. It's everybody's. Um, it's 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 mandated by law. Trump signed an executive action. <laughs> Stating that everybody's favorite Jojo has to be Joseph. President
1: fucking Valentine. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Johnny and Giorno, my two favorite Jojos, are also the two most morally gray of the characters, or of the the Jojo protagonists.
0: Really? That's very surprising.
1: Yeah. I mean, because you have... You have Giorno, who's this character that has a very noble, um,
0: noble goal
1: in a way. Uh, like he wants. I thought you to- were going to say
0: noble upbringing, and I was going to be like,
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's literally the opposite of his upbringing. <laughs> like he has this goal that he wants to kind of like root out corruption, like in his community, essentially, and like stop drug trafficking and like all these terrible things that happen to children as the result of. Gang violence in Naples and just like wants to put a stop to that. So he decides that the way that he is going to do that is take over the mafia and become the head of it so that he can like stop it all from the top, but like kind of has no. Like he like he's not taking over the mafia to to put an end to it and like cancel it. He's doing it to take it over so he can be the one in control of it. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's a little long winded.
0: But. So you're saying an antihero.
1: Yes. I guess. How do you how do you define an antihero? hero
0: a guy who normally fights on the side of good things, but may be morally ambiguous, or may be paid for like a mercenary, or maybe like I, I would consider guts an anti-hero in some regard because yeah. he b- does some killing and shit and trying to think of other antiheroes really like Deadpool's obviously like the anti hero these days.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's, he's not that much fun. Not as fun as Deadpool, but still my favorite. And Johnny is just like a sad sack of shit that doesn't know what he wants to do with his life and is just trying his goddamn best.
0: Is that the one with the mosquito bite fetish? Yes, it is. That's why Evelyn likes him so much. No, I
1: don't. Yeah, Shush. you do. Shush! It's because I grew up going to the racetrack all the time.
0: Sure, that's what they all say.
1: Um, we could talk about um our favorite protagonist. You and I both, since you mentioned him,
0: Gatsu Gatsu. Yes. Did you, did you get it? I did. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, Guts, kind of, like it's hard to even talk about it because he's just the tortured soul and he doesn't have any real noble goal or any real anything. But I think that it's... I mean, I don't think that's
1: true. I mean, he just
0: wants to kill Griffith. That's Guts' goal.
1: It is, but I think he also wants to protect Casca and help her if he can. Yeah.
0: I mean, but what I was going to say is that I think that it's really interesting. I I think that some of the best characters that are maybe morally ambiguous, but uh, good guys,
1: Mm -hmm. I,
0: I think the best way to really write those characters is a lot of the times with the interactions with other characters, which is where guts as a character shines through so brightly because he does care about everybody that he's with. And he cares about Casca. He cares about all the, 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 the two little kitties and, uh, the wonder twins.
1: Yes. Well, I, (laughs) the wonder twins (laughs) i really like that sorry god Um, damn i've i've mentioned it before but one of the things that always strikes me about um guts's character is the like kindness with which he is able to treat children i think in is just like a I don't know the right word, but it's, I don't want to say like reminder quite, but it just kind of shows you that he's not, like you see him and you think he's going to be like this mean, terrible man. But in reality, like he does have a little bit of a, I I don't want to say like, but I don't want to say like a soft heart either. Like he can be a a good person. He's
0: a dick to kids too, though. Yeah. I I forget even the girl's name. Fuck. The. The girl with the shit.
1: Oh, from the last children arc.
0: Yeah, where, where he basically, uh, yeah, but he still, fuck off.
1: he does, but he still ultimately protects her.
0: Yeah, I mean, but, but that's why I said not, he's an ad, complete shithole to every, to children. I'm just saying that he can be a dick to them too. Yeah. Most likely, but he's, he's a dick to everybody for their own good for the most part
1: when they deserve
0: it. Well, no, I mean whenever he's like a dick. He is for the most part trying to tell people, "Hey, you're being a dummy." Cuz everybody's always like, "I we I want to go with you." And he's, "No, you shouldn't." Well, here is why. Here is my collection of demons. What are you buying? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a trench Hold coat full McClug of
1: demons. Open. Um Well, how I was thinking about this because we were talking about like what, like what makes a good protagonist kind of like characteristics. How, because we often talk about something that will make a good antagonist is how sympathetic they are. Do you feel how do you like Guts is a character, like he is a protagonist that I have, um, a lot of sympathy for, like I really feel for him. Like I would like to make him a nice hot dinner and make sure he gets like 10 to 12 hours of sleep. Cause he's always tired. I mean, yeah, I don't, but that's, I feel like that's a uh, rare, but, but I think
0: that, I think that you are kind of bordering on the realm of pitying him.
1: That's it, It's true. sympathetic,
0: it's sympathetic bordering on pity. And I would say um, somebody like Deku is sympathetic. You really feel his goal and you want him and everybody in My Hero Academia to achieve their goals. Mm. And therefore, that is... I, I, I don't think that that is something that specifically makes a good antagonist or protagonist. I think it's something that makes good characters, is that you understand who they are and you... Understand that, or you um, you get a good feeling for what they're really about, and that it in itself is believable.
1: That was very well said.
0: So I think that it makes, and that's why I think that something like My Hero Academia is so why it's this like massive thing right now is just because. Everybody in it is sympathetic. You can really feel for every character, except for the little shit heel boy. But that's fine. Um, What
1: I was gonna say, or I who? Which one are you? Which shit heel are you talking about? Are you talking about Bakugo, or are you talking about? uh,
0: I'll leave that up to your imagination, (laughs) kiddo.
1: Um, no, and I guess like that is true to me.
0: even so much, though, with Guts and uh, characters like that who are very uh, tortured, you really have to feel bad for them in a way. You have to want them to not have to go through all the shitty things that they've gone through before again.
1: Mm-hmm. I just realized I didn't talk at all about haiku. But I might, I maybe I'll spare you that.
0: I mean, what makes any of them heroes?
1: Well, that's the thing. it's a, well, really they they are heroes. They're heroes of the volleyball. All right, court. podcast shut
0: down. <laughs> shut down. We gotta go.
1: Um. Oh God. And I Yuri on Ice too. Like Yuri is very. I think compelling in a lot of ways. Cause he's not, he starts out as like a person with a lot of potential, but also with a lot of like crippling self doubt that is preventing him from reaching his potential.
0: Like the best of us.
1: Yeah. And that his, that whole arc and narrative of like, he he just needed some, he just needed the power of love and like somebody to believe in him. Um, I feel like it was very good and relatable.
0: Yeah. I mean, but, uh, and that was kind of the thing that I took away from specifically uh, the video that I was watching about heroes is that I don't necessarily think that, that characters have to be relatable. I, I think that you have to sympathize with them. I think that you have to, they have to be believable. And and that doesn't necessarily mean that they're weak or um, not strong as heck. It means that they are, within the world, they're believable within, because as I said, My Hero Academia, like some of those kids are very fucking powerful, Mm -hmm. but they're relatable in some sort of a way. You know, I don't think that there's a scale where on one side it's relatable and on the other side it's powerful. I don't find
1: them relatable, though. Like, there's no one really in my hero... But
0: is... So, so then, like, let's say, is Shinji from Evangelion relatable, though?
1: I think yes.
0: I mean, is Deku relatable?
1: I would say no, because this is... But, that, but that's, what, that's what I was
0: kind of getting at, though. Is that, yeah, like relatable isn't the opposite of powerful. You feel me? I think that Shinji is relatable because of his plight that he that I think that a lot of people go through, where you're forced to do a thing and you don't want to do it, but it's probably for the best.
1: Yeah, it's and, hard and it's scary.
0: But Deku is not really relatable to you but you sympathize with him and you like he is bel- a believable character to you and therefore you like him you may not love him but you like him you know
1: yeah just because like i don't know cuz i do i have a hard time relating with as i feel most people do or should uh characters that are too good and too pure cuz nobody's really like that like one of the reasons that i do really like um Kano is because the main character is i think very relatable like we all put, we all put on a little bit of a song and dance in our everyday lives to like be able to go get through it a little bit more smoothly and like even though that's yeah, you know really, not the reason why she's doing it, but to
0: you know it'd be really cool if a psychologist but, you know, did some sort of research and like wrote an entire uh you know, theory about it. Or maybe not a theory. I don't know what exactly the persona and ego stuff is classified as, but that's pretty much the basis of it all. You wear a different mask. Yeah. And you got your shadow and your ego. I'm not going to delve into it because I probably wouldn't do it justice.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: was there anything else that you. Or, uh,
1: <sighs> so many, so many good and pure characters that yeah. are just never my favorite.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think that once again, I don't think that they have to be relatable to be good. I don't think that they have to be relatable for you to sympathize with them. And that's, and that's kind of my whole argument about a lot of the times people feeling as though they can't relate to certain characters. And I don't think that you're supposed to all the time. I don't think that that's the point. You're yeah. supposed to. Feel you don't for always
1: have. Ha- you don't always have to see yourself in a character to be able to relate to them. Yeah.
0: Or to be able to like, Not, understand them.
1: Yeah. lot right, have it? feelings about them. Yes, that's it.
0: All right, so I guess, and this is probably going to be like an extra short bit, but um,
1: a lot of we'll see the, how that goes. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're right. <laughs>
0: It is me we're talking about here. So I guess it, it kind of all came up again where a lot of people were talking about piracy. And when it comes to anime, we have a very... Anime and manga and, and video games, we have a very complicated relationship with piracy. Yeah. Um, a lot of... Um,
1: and not just... That's we as...
0: As everybody who in, is involved with... Yeah. The, the medium as a whole. Because um, I didn't Crunchyroll start as an unlicensed streaming site. I'm pretty sure they did. I can... Yeah, fact look check me that, real that.
1: I can fact check you on that.
0: But the most people at some point have pirated an anime or a manga. And it, it's really hard to talk about because... Um, A lot of people back in the day didn't have access, or maybe not back in the day, but around the times of even when fan subs became a thing, of there are shows that weren't ever translated or weren't ever uh, subtitled. There are shows that um, were incredibly hard to find that sometimes you had to order for friggin' crazy prices off the internet. And in those cases the creators aren't going to make money off of that anyway. You know, if I buy all 20 volumes of Berserk that the one guy uh, fucking grabbed from An Amazement and sold it on Craigslist, Kentaro Mirror doesn't see a dime from yeah. that. You know, but... Um,
1: real quick, uh, you were right.
0: Yeah, so the thing is, is that it's really hard to talk about it. and that's why now that Berserk is available digitally on iTunes and uh, Google Play, which we didn't even talk about this week, but that's fine.
1: You wanted to mention, yes.
0: I wanted to mention it just because I that is a, I don't know the split, but somehow, some way, either Dark Horse or Kentaro Mura himself makes money off of that. Because the way that licensing works a lot of the times is. Like Dark Horse published it on iTunes and Google Play. And even if Kentaro Mura doesn't see a dime from that, Kentaro Mura made a bunch of money by letting Dark Horse publish it digitally. Yes. So I. That's why I always tell people to buy things, to even watch it on Crunchyroll because even if you don't get, even if the creator doesn't see, because that's that's the other big argument is, well, how do I know if like the creators are even really seeing a cut of this? And even if the creators aren't seeing a cut from us watching um, My Hero Academia on Crunchyroll, the creator is seeing money by them licensing it to Crunchyroll to stream it. So You
1: so you were right about that. Yeah. The I, the the fact check
0: yeah, that no. I just did. Which I, I,
1: I didn't like I didn't realize. Yeah, but but that that's was but
0: that's the thing though, is that was like, that much of a thing. I do like it's really hard to just condemn it outright because if Crunchyroll didn't do that then Crunchyroll wouldn't exist.
1: Yeah, and I think, I don't know, it is very difficult because there are times when you, and this we can talk about a little bit. Um, You can stop me if you don't want to yet. But there are, what do we have now? We have Netflix, we got Hulu, we have Crunchyroll, now there's anime strike. Is that yeah, what it's that's called? The Amazon, Amazon one. strike. Whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, it's anime um, strike
0: by Amazon or whatever.
1: By Amazon.
0: Body by Amazon.
1: Well, I'm man. I'm excited for Whole Foods by Amazon. I'm gonna get my Prime membership perks. Yeah. Anyway, Ugh. my organic vegetables and meats.
0: I'm gonna vom. Um. Vom by Amazon. <laughs>
1: Um, what am I trying to say?
0: There are so I, many yes, there, sites out there. There are
1: so many sites out there and it's in some ways just unrealistic to expect every single person to pay for every single streaming service that will get them anime. And there are also still things that still you,
0: don't fucking come out.
1: Well that, yeah. but there are things there are things we are watching right now that we have looked for on streaming services, but it does not exist on any streaming service.
0: Oh, you mean Paranoid agent?
1: I mean, yeah, if you want, if you want to call it out, but I yeah, still like, it's hard. Cause like, I still want to watch it. And it's, it's one of those things where it's old enough. Like at this point in, in my life, I would really rather not pirate something that's new as it's coming out. Like, I don't really want to do that.
0: Yeah, well, that, that, that's what I was saying about the, the Berserk thing is that, um, in, in, like, as I said, if I order, if I get Berserk off of um, Craigslist or whatever from the guy who scrounged it all up from Animazement, Nobody is seeing a dollar from that. Like no, yeah, no single person involved with the writing or publishing of Berserk is going to see a dollar off that. And so, that's why I think that it's really important to support things you really like and encourage it. I, th- I think that that's the best way to go about it. I think that a lot of people just shit on pirates and shit on people who pirate stuff. And a lot of people who do pirate stuff just immediately retort with a, like, oh, I don't need to because everybody else is paying for it mentality.
1: Well, think about um, JoJo, the manga series, honestly. Like, the only part of JoJo that ever got licensed uh, in America until recently was Stardust Crusaders. And that was it. And like a big part of the reason that JoJo was able to reach Western audiences, because I think no one really wanted to touch it because of all of the copyright shit, which like I can tell you is from like stuff that I'm dealing at my work right now involving celebrities and copyright and et cetera. Like, yeah, you want to be so careful about that. Like, you don't want, um, you don't want to get hit with, like, a cease and desist or a lawsuit or something. So I, I can understand. But the people that have done the really good, high-quality fan translations are...
0: Oh, you mean Duang?
1: <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> that one specifically. But they have allowed me to be able to experience what is, like, my now favorite thing. And I do, I buy the nice, pretty hardcover volumes now as they're coming out, and they're great, and I want to do what I can to actually support the series. Um, But I did, I read ahead. Not all of it has been published yet, so... Yeah, and, I I read way far ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I did the same with My Hero Academia, like uh, the manga. Are and-
1: we just here confessing our sins?
0: No, but I mean, it's I I think that it's also important to realize that everybody is is human being. I, I think that if you if you were to say you never pirate anything, you'd be a fucking liar, and I think that it's really important to note that everybody does it and it's not really this black and white thing. It it is very shades of gray. And I think that at the end of the day if you really really like something, you should go out of your way to support it in a way that will either directly benefit because as I said I could not guarantee you that me watching it on Crunchyroll, My Hero Academia on Crunchyroll, is going to get into the pocket of. I don't even know the author's name, which is really shitty of me. I probably should look that up at some point and remember it by heart, burn it into my brain. But. Well, I think. But but the way that li- licensing and copyright and trademarking and all that shit is so fucking complicated. And so. Me watching it on Crunchyroll and me telling you to watch it on Crunchyroll and me telling Evelyn to tell her co-workers to buy Berserk digitally instead of pirating it, will, even if Kentaro and the author of My Hero Academia never see a dime from that, it will, however, A...
1: You're voting with your wallet?
0: Yeah, exactly. And it says that Dark Horse should then pay to license the next volumes of berserk which will then fun fact
1: give kentaro
0: miura more
1: money which is and, all you really want in this yeah. world
0: <laughs> and, and and same thing with my hero academia i mean um if if i buy it digitally cuz i've been buying the volumes digitally now well like well i i watched it got up to current had like a friggin withdrawal and immediately bought all the volumes that were currently available in English, which were three of them. And then I've read way far ahead. And I'm going to continue buying the volumes in English because I I also – I think that if you put your manga like pretty um, – I don't want to say the word frequent because I understand it takes a really long time to translate stuff. But if you are you know, always up to date, if you are putting your volumes out there on – iTunes and Google Play and all the other like ebook services, I will buy them because fuck that every that needs to be a everybody practice because that is the easiest way to read manga and and even comic books. It's the easiest way to obtain that stuff and also to support because you can. You're I'm buying it directly from iTunes, which is then giving a cut to Dark Horse, which is then paying for Dark Horse to license the next volumes of Berserk, or potentially going directly into Kent- Kentaro Mirrors, probably way less fat than should be Pockets.
1: Um. Well, I was just thinking about how up until...
0: And also, the digital I'm, volumes are normally if a little you cut bit me cheaper. off
1: one more time, I'm going to start screaming.
0: <laughs> You've been doing it too, so fight me. But the digital volumes are also like a dollar or two cheaper than physical volumes.
1: Can Continue. I, can I speak? Um,
0: Oh, oh wait, what this? <laughs> I'm
1: gonna let you finish, but, um, no, I was thinking about how even up until recently, like I, what year did I graduate college? 14. So it was what three, so three or four years ago, um, I feel like people were still downloading way more than they were actually streaming things. Do you think I'm wrong?
0: No, I agree with you. I like because, I used to, streaming I used to services download- streaming services were way less competent and they also had way less stuff.
1: yeah, I remember like pretty much anything that my roommates and I wanted to watch in college, we would just download it instead. But now, like, I think, I do think a lot of streaming services just got way more smart. Like, they have way, way more, wait, did I say way more smart? Way smarter? How talk? Um,
0: You're asking me?
1: But... (laughs) I don't know. I am hoping, and I think it has gotten better, especially with all the stuff that comes out on just Hulu alone, especially Netflix. Sorry, Netflix anime kind of fucking sucks. They usually don't have like anything that I want to see. And, and
0: then they're paying for Jaden Smith to be in his own anime. So um, I don't know if I trust their opinion that much.
1: And I don't know. With with Crunchyroll on anything, I, I hope that it will only continue to get better better from here
0: they need to stop doing exclusives though that's the only thing is because when you when you create if you say you're only allowed to buy this game physically and not or if you're only allowed to buy i'm trying to think of a good example that would that would have been a fucking awful example um if you can only watch a thing on the one service a you're going to get people who don't want to pay for that service for months waiting for your thing to come out and they they may pr- the, you're going to have people who are going to purchase a subscription for 1 month just to binge your show you're going to have people who are going to pirate it just because they don't like the consumer unfriendly practices and then you're going to also on top of that have the people who are going to pirate it because they pirate everything and have no concept of the way that Business works.
1: I'm gonna see right now while we're sitting here how much strike costs.
0: I mean it's 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 more expensive than the other ones. I Isn't think. it
1: cheap as shit if you have Amazon Prime though? Because I have Amazon Prime.
0: I don't know, but
1: I just I really wanna way, they, watch Onihei and I haven't yet because it's only on strike. Anyway.
0: Are you on strike from anime strike? Hey, dad jokes twenty four seven. Are you Are you looking?
1: I can't. I can't figure out how to find it, but I will.
0: Here, hang on. Anime strike pricing.
1: Or you could just Google that instead of trying to navigate Amazon's labyrinth of a homepage.
0: Um, it is. extra from Prime. So you would need to pay for Prime and then plus $5 a month. So no, if you have Amazon Prime, it's not bad, but... At the same point, though, you also have to download all the apps on everything or, like, just go on a web page on your computer. But most people either have a smart TV or have a Roku or use their phones well, or something.
1: what I am wondering, because one thing I do not like, I've been watching Game of Thrones through Amazon's, Game like, of boners. HBO thing, um, is that I can't cast it on my Chromecast.
0: Because... Uh- Uh, They want you to use their Amazon Fire TV or whatever bullshit. Yeah, and
1: that's BS, and I hate it.
0: But yeah, and and things like that are... I think that the really sad part is that there are so many consumer unfriendly practices involved in a lot of these services. And that sucks because it, it creates a lot of people who would have otherwise purchased your product. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you if you if you go out of your way to kind of screw over your 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 customers, then guess what? They're going to not use your service. And if it's something easily piratable like uh, television shows, they're going to do that. And it, mean, and it sucks.
1: Crunchyroll is, man. I I do really like them as a streaming service.
0: Yeah. And honestly, I'm really, I'm a very
1: satisfied customer
0: and their app has gotten fucking so much better. And like, um, they did hit like a little bit of controversy a while ago about like them, like lowering the bit rate of their videos or something like that. And
1: is that something normal people can notice?
0: Maybe there may be more, uh, compression artifacts. You know, like when you watch like a 480p video on YouTube or whatever, and it just looks like shit, shit. it looks like blocky and everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, not that bad, but I'm just, what I was kind of going to get at is that a lot of people also consider everybody in the anime community to just be giant shills for Crunchyroll because a lot of people do have um, sponsors.
1: We have no sponsors.
0: This is a good time to announce <laughs> that we're totally sponsored by Crunchyroll. No, I'm just kidding.
1: No, but I mean to be fair, like I do think that they're I don't know, like their service is good. Like it's simple, it's straightforward. Just give me the anime to watch and let me cast it on my TV and I'll be happy. Like and as I said,
0: like their app has gotten fucking leagues better. It has gotten so much better.
1: Yeah, and it also, like, it bothers me because, like, looking... I'm looking at what they got, like, on Amazon Strike right now. And it bothers me because they do have... uh, The competition between all of the services is going to kill me. Because, like, they have all the stuff that anyone has. Like, they have One Punch Man. They have Veroni Kenshin. They have... Uh, Fucking Soul Eater and like just a bunch of series that like, yeah, everyone has these, but then they also have the exclusives. So if you are paying for this, you're only paying that money for an extra couple series if you already subscribe to like Hulu and... Crunchyroll. We're making a really At good Netflix. argument for pirating. I know we are, and I hate it because, like, I have, I currently pay for uh, Crunchyroll. I pay for Netflix, and I pay for Hulu. And like now, I'm considering getting anime. Strikes. What do you
0: even watch on Netflix? Malcolm in the Middle.
1: <laughs> I watch a lot of like I don't really watch anime on Netflix. But I'll watch movies like older
0: movies and everything, and
1: and like whatever shitty TV they put on there that I want to watch while I'm falling asleep at night.
0: Yeah, and I just keep saying this, but it, but it does it. It sucks. Like I can kind of see. The, the argument for it, especially if you live in other countries and everything, but I also think that
1: oh yeah, you, that's the other if thing. If you go
0: if if you if you pirate something, you should also then go out of your way to support a thing. Yeah. when you have the opportunity to.
1: I think that's fair, but that is a point that we did not raise: is that we live in the United States and we are, to be fair, like pretty blessed when it comes. To the shit. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) Hashtag too blessed to be stressed. Um, No. Hashtag
0: bless me, Satan.
1: Even even in like Canada, like they have so many issues with like HBO. Yeah,
0: I don't think that they can get Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah. There. So like we are by all accounts lucky that we we at least can have things to choose from. Um, but it's still, it's still complicated.
0: Yeah. And as I said, I, I'll, I'll teach you what I, uh, what I, uh, kind of thought of in in high school was that if there was a band, I really, or, uh, an album that I wanted to kind of like try out or whatever. And this is before everything was on iTunes. I listened to, to a lot of, um, I don't want to say obscure music because it wasn't that obscure, but it was obscure enough. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And oh, uh, do you um, remember? Pirate, one second, I, one second, one second. Do you remember LimeWire?
0: Yeah. No <laughs> shit. And Napster before they got fucking sued into oblivion. Now we have torrents, but I also now
1: we have Spotify. Yeah. Which I also pay for.
0: And SoundCloud.
1: Yep, I pay for SoundCloud, too. I pay for a lot of shit.
0: That's where all your money goes. Fucking stop putting, stop putting money to Spotify. Spotify fucking sucks. And they also don't pay their artists shit, so... <sighs> or don't pay artists shit. I mean, shit.
1: what? how should I do music instead, though? Because I'm not paying for albums. Like, I need what... What is the alternative to Spotify right now? Nothing, really. Then I'm keeping Spotify.
0: Mm. But I would normally... If I had to pirate something, if it wasn't available digitally and I didn't want to order it off the internet or whatever, I would pirate it and then when the band came into town, because that was back when everybody came to Raleigh, and I would normally go and spend probably too much money on the physical version of a CD and a t-shirt and obviously entry into the show. and uh, Kind of the thing that I did with... Uh, uh, or what I'm doing with My Hero Academia is... You know, I'm reading ahead with like fan translations and stuff like that, but I'm going to purchase each of the volumes as they come out because even though I've already read it and I know that, that sounds fucking stupid and it is, but I also feel guilt about, you know, I, I feel guilt because I want it to continue and I would like the, uh, Everybody involved, not just the author, but the people who translated it, the people who published it digitally, because those are all really consumer-friendly practices. And same thing with Berserk. Like, now Berserk is available digitally, and I like supporting those kinds of practices, you know?
1: Um. So they have three series that are exclusive to Amazon Strike that I really want to watch. What if I just get the seven-day trial and I don't go to work for, like, three days and just watch them all in a week?
0: (laughs) Do it. I fucking dare you.
1: No. I'll... I'll, I don't know. Because to me, like, I don't know. Maybe it could be one of those things where... I subscribe to it. I watch what I want when it's exclusive, when it comes out, when it's over, and they don't have something I want to watch anymore, I cancel cancel it yeah, and like bounce back and forth. I I
0: think that a lot of people are very sour on, do you remember back in the day how hard it was to cancel subscription services like that?
1: It's so fucking easy now. Yeah, I know. You, You literally hit a button that's like, no, and then if you want it again, you hit a button that's like, yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? I think that we beat the, like this into the ground and we probably made more of a case for pirating than not, but.
1: Yeah. I don't know. We could talk about it more, but. I don't think we need to because we can't solve this problem.
0: Yeah, and then that, that's I think the the important takeaway is that
1: because the only other thing I was gonna say is then like if these services don't have exclusives, then how do you incentivize people to subscribe to them unless you just had one like mega service that had everything? But then we all know that monopolies typically suck. So
0: there is no solution. How fix? Make make send us your solutions. List. Please don't. I don't want to hear it. Because How per- fix? How be- fix anime? Because ninety percent of them would just be like, just make everything free. Everything should just be free. Nobody needs to get paid for making manga. Ugh.
1: I hate people. Um No, and I was talking about that with my one of my coworkers because he the, was. We that, were- that, that,
0: that's the kind of person that your dad thinks I am.
1: I know. I know. We don't have to talk about that on the podcast, though. Um, but no, I was talking with one of my coworkers, and we were talking about how grossly underpaid most animators in the anime industry are. And he was saying like it's crazy to me because anime is this like like absolute force of pop culture. and then the like these are the people who like break their backs to make it and they don't get shit for it. Yeah. What a world.
0: I mean, it's also because a lot of times, like, you know, there there are so many people involved with everything, especially for licensed series like My Hero Academia, even Berserk, because it goes back to Kentaro Miura. Then it goes to who actually owns the rights to that thing, who then gives Permission well, to I'm the, sure
1: I'm sure it's also like the studios and the production companies well, that make that that, the profit. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I was saying cuz then they like give it to an animation studio who then gives it to a publisher who then gives it to the streaming services and television and stuff. So a lot of those like bigger entities eat all the profit, you know?
1: That's true. It's sad.
0: What, what, what do you call the, the capitalist hellscape or whatever? Yeah, the
1: capitalist hellscape that we live in. Welcome to 2017. I Soon, mean, it's been going on for years. No, I know. It just, I just keep thinking it's hilarious that everyone was like, 2016, what a terrible year.
0: 2017 is going to be so much better.
1: At least David Bowie didn't die this year. I mean... That was a bad joke.
0: Yeah, that was a fucking awful joke. Did
1: I make that the last time? I can't remember. I made that joke once before recently, and no one thinks it's funny. I think it's funny though.
0: Yeah, you're like the David Bowie fanboy. And you're you're the David Bowie fanboy.
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck off. I think it's funny. It's, it's honestly
0: it's kind of late. I think I think we're getting a little bit tired. But the moral of the story is that I don't understand why people are having this argument having to defend their positions because pirating is bad and you should go out of your way to not do it when you can. But if they make it hard for you to get the product, then yeah, I'm not going to say the words, but wink, wink, nudge, nudge. No, actually, I'm not even going to say that. It's fucking bad, but
1: say no more.
0: no, Fight me. But all right, so I guess did you have any last words b- nope. before I kill both of us?
1: It's bedtime.
0: I told I told you. Alright, then this has been episode nine of the Anime Kiowa podcast, and we will see you
1: next time.